With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to the Ultra Perform Show, the show about performing your best at business and life, formerly the Ultra Life Show. We're very excited to have Lori Cheek on today. She's the CEO of Cheeked, and she's a Shark Tank vet. Uh, she has a mobile dating app, Cheeked, that makes misconnections obsolete. And she's here to talk about that and her experience on Shark Tank and what it's like building and growing her business. Hi, Lori. Hello. How are you today? I've asked you that I'm like great. three times now, huh? <laughs> What's that? Oh, I've yeah. asked you that three <laughs> times now. Well, I keep getting better. Good. That's great. So tell us what is Cheeked? Well, Cheeked has, have, has had many iterations since I first launched it um, back in 2010. Um, but it really, throughout the years, it's, it's just a way for people to ultimately meet in the real world. You know, now with all these mobile dating apps, I don't think people even know how to speak to one another at, at a bar, at the gym, or at a coffee shop anymore. I mean, back in the olden days, you didn't have a choice. That was the way that you met people. But now that everybody's so attached to technology, um, we're just trying to take it back to the street with uh, Cheeks, which is this Bluetooth mobile dating app now that if you cross by a, a handsome stranger, a beautiful woman on the subway or a plane, you don't even need Wi-Fi or a cell signal to make the connection. And you're able to start the conversation before doing a virtual conversation that usually leads to nothing. Hmm. So how how does it work uh, like that? I mean, it's you see Bluetooth, so you see I see a cute girl on the subway. How do we connect? Well, she's got to be on the app too. I mean, you can't just go around zapping sure. all sorts of cute people. Both <laughs> people have to be on the app, and then like let's say I walk into a bar and you're sitting at the other end, you might get a notification that says Lori C just is here. So you'd have a chance to check out my profile. You'll know that I'm that girl at the other end of the bar that's single that just walked in. It might Ooh. perk you up to come over and say hello, or you could even send me a drink, or you could start to chat on the app. But you both have to press the get cheeky button to be able to start chatting on the app. I like that. Get cheeky. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> so what, uh, what was your on Shark Tank like and what did it do for your business? Well, you know, I had hit a wall four years ago, I guess it was about then, when I'd sort of run out of money and had paid so many developers everything that I had saved for my future. And a friend of mine said, why don't you fill out this application? They're accepting new people to come onto the show for season five. So I filled the thing out online 
went about my day and almost forgotten I'd done it. And four months later, I got a call from LA, which is always exciting. I saw the 310 area code and they're like, this is ABC calling. I thought it was a joke at first. And then I realized it was legit. They're like, we like your application. We'd like to take you to the next process. So I ended up having to make a video. I felt out. I mean, I filled out um, what felt like a hundred handwritten pages on an application that ultimately I feel like after all the research I'd done, all the studying I'd done, I could have had a law degree. But ultimately, I got the <laughs> phone call one day, and they said, "You're you're on. We're we're going to fly you out here and put you on the show." So I mean, that was pretty incredible. I think there's sixty to eighty thousand people that have, that apply, and I think there were something like 60 to 80 that actually went out and filmed the thing and not even all of them actually make it on the show. I mean, you can go Mm -hmm. out there and film a segment and you could freak out or pass out and they're not going to put you on the show. So you've got to actually, you have to actually get through it all. And, you know, tears and the drama is probably good. And although I didn't cry, (laughs) I was really scared. And, you know, I've done public speaking gigs forever. I mean, I was the president of my high school class on a stage and I used to get nervous, but this was like an insane level of nerves I had never tapped into before. So I was terrified and I thought I wasn't going to be able to say my pitch, but um, ultimately it came out. I think I sounded like a robot, but the words got out and then we just went for it. And once they started talking to me, I felt a little bit more comforted even though they were telling me you're crazy for for doing this because it wasn't making a lot of money and I don't know our website was broken half the time and I didn't have money to fix the website I just felt like I needed money to make it all work so that's what I was there for and it was just this yeah yeah, it was a double-edged sword that I couldn't convince them that this was a great idea well, you're. I remember you being on there, and I, I, uh, I, I thought you had a, a tremendous amount of courage to get up there, anyway, right? Um, because I've watched the Shark Tank, and it can be pretty stressful and pretty ruthless. You know, you're going up there with your dream, and uh, they cut it apart, right? Yeah, I mean, I had watched every single episode that I possibly could between the time I applied or the time that I seriously thought this could be legit for me to go out there. So I watched them all. I'd seen what can happen to everybody. And I thought I've got to be prepared for the worst. So I sort of was. And when Kevin O'Leary started telling me that story about a young boy taking his rabid dog behind a barn that needs to be shot. (laughs) I remember that. Yeah, I remember thinking when he started telling me the story about this little boy behind the barn and something, I remember thinking, don't listen, don't listen. Like I put my brain somewhere else for like until I felt like the story was coming to a close and then I checked back in. Like I just, I couldn't have what he was saying to me in my head because I needed to keep going because he was, Mm. he was the, he was the second one out, I think. So I don't know. Um, (laughs) I, I ignored him. Which I, I love to be able to say that. Yeah. Well, you have to be when you're in business or doing something. Just me doing, you know, doing a show and I've got another show and I, I'm I'm up to things. But I've noticed 
uh, you know, it doesn't need to be him, Kevin, but you <laughs> will get the sea of criticism. It's, a lot of the time, he's doing something too. A lot of the time, the people around us aren't really going after it, and they still have, they still want to put in their two cents. But, you know, honestly, I really don't know the ins and outs of how that show really works, but it is a reality television show. And I know the way they chopped my episode up. I said so many brilliant and smart things that just got wiped out of my episode. And, you know, they, they take it one way or another, and they've got to make it great for television. I wouldn't be surprised if they've got, like, microphones in their ears and the producers are saying, okay, take her down the hole now. Like, you know, just like in a boxing <laughs> or a wrestling match. Um, like a coach. Sort of. That's telling each of them, okay, now you go and tear her apart this way. So I'm not sure, but it felt like that. And, you know, that's it's TV, and I wasn't going to take it seriously. And I, I'd given up everything I had, and I wasn't about to quit. So here I still am with my business. Well, Awesome. <laughs> Well, I think you said something about you're planning on going back or you have gone back. Oh, well, my partner and I have uh, invented a new business called Networked. So it's similar to the Bluetooth dating app, but it's for networking. So imagine you go into a huge conference or an expo or even on a plane or train or at a coffee shop. And you can set your filters to the type of people you want to meet for business. So it's a little bit like LinkedIn, but in the real world, but it works via Bluetooth. So you have a chance to actually walk up and meet the person that you'd want to meet. You can say who's hiring, who's looking to get hired. And he and I actually pitched for this last season of the Shark Tank. And we just thought it would be a really fun comeback. But I don't think we're, <laughs> I don't think we're in because I think they're already well into filming and or even on the air. Well, maybe next time. Who knows, right? Well, yes. You never give up. Did, did you did you get uh, a lot of feedback after the show from people? Well, you know, like, I woke up the day after the show just a little bit hungover <laughs> because I was <laughs> freaking out. We had a huge party. You know, even though I knew what was going to happen on the show, I still had a huge watching party. I invited 600 people. I think we had about 250 people there. And everybody there was even like, we know you must have gotten a deal if you're having this huge party. And I'm like, you know, in the end, I'm celebrating this national presence that I've gotten or international. Um, You know, 8 million people watched that show. And I swear. 8 million people. Wow. Yeah. And I mean, that was three years ago. I bet there's more now. So, you know, 8 million people watching you, good or bad, that's worth 8 million ad dollars. So I didn't care what was going to happen. I knew that someone out there was going to get my idea. And the next morning I woke up, I was like, oh, that happened last night. I went straight to my computer. I opened the Twitter feed was just insane, talking about this crazy blonde girl, my bad outfit, the bleach. The bleach must have gotten into my hair, but there were so many amazing emails. Like, I mean, out of 3,000 emails, I think 2,000 of them must have been like, this is genius. Whatever you do, don't give up. I'll, I'll come and get you if you stop this business. Just 
so many amazing things. Even married people were writing me. If I wasn't married, this would have been such a great tool or stories of people having met people like past people on a train that they wish they'd had something like this. I mean, Mm -hmm. there was a, yeah. And I mean, this is uh, three and a half, four years later, there is not a week, not one week that goes by that someone's not like, you're that girl. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Yeah, and I, I saw the episode too. And I, I think I've seen several of the episodes up until now, but I definitely remembered it. Because uh, not because of your hair or anything. I remember you having to kind of fend them off in a way. That's what it seemed like to me. And I, I could relate to you because I'm an entrepreneur too, and I've done capital presentations. And, it, you know, sometimes you get a guy that's pretty tough. And, uh, you know, sometimes they're just going after you when they have no interest in investing anyway. I'm not saying that's what was happening on Shark Tank, but I could relate to what you were going through and I could see that, you know, it would would have been hard. (laughs) Oh, yeah. There was like one of the biggest investors in New York City. I remember my partner and I went to meet him and this was seven years ago. We walked mm-hmm. in and sat in his office, and he's like, there is no future for this idea. <laughs> I'm like, I, well, I don't know why you have to be so mean. Like, you don't get it. Maybe somebody else will. And, you know, there's stories about people that have met with 100 investors. And ultimately, I didn't mention, and I don't know if I've told you this previously, but after the Shark Tank, I had asked for $100,000 investment for 10% of my business. And there was a guy that had just gotten involved with me business, bought out my old partners, and he invested well over half a million dollars right after the shark tank to rebuild the business. So, you know, I ended up raising way more than I asked for. And mm-hmm. it's so funny when I've ra- I ran into that guy from seven years ago, and I'm like, I don't know if you remember me, but... <laughs> I'm still here and funded. That's good. So where where is Cheek now? What's it like now? Well, it, so we've got the Bluetooth app. So we've gotten rid of the cards, which I pitched on the Shark Tank. And okay. it's still this similar concept of trying to help singles meet in the real world. And we're just, we're all over the world. We're just trying to expand. And, you know, it's not super ideal for small towns by any means, but for, for, big cities it's perfect where you cross people all the time and everyone's looking down at their phone you might get a ping that so-and-so's right down the street from you or in a cafe or I mean the reality is they're there anyway so back in the old days you would say hi on the street corner still with the same goal um, and trying to get new users all the time well, you know, I mean, I'm sure you know the stories about Disneyland and Kentucky Fried Chicken and uh, even McDonald's, you know. I mean, the McDonald's story is a little different, but, uh, uh, you know, all those stories, how they kept having to work on it until it finally caught. And you've, that happens constantly. Um, I almost think it's where, you know, I don't get too foo-foo, but if you – prove to yourself maybe or prove to your to the universe that you're committed to this goal it happens now you can't ever say when it's going to happen if it's six months or 20 years but it happens 
<laughs> well, you know, there's a curse of being an entrepreneur. I can tell you that much because I was an mm-hmm. architect for 15 years. And then I came up with this crazy idea to build a dating business. And, you know, through the years, my friends have been like, oh, well, at what point do you quit and go back? I'm like, there's no turning back. Yeah, yeah, it's hard for people to understand that when they're not in it. It's like, well, how are you doing? How much are you making? What, you know, unless you have big numbers, uh, they don't get it, right? Um, because it's easier to, and no offense to anyone having a job, but it is easier to have a job, do the job, go home, and you don't have to risk, you don't have to risk yourself. Entrepreneurism is a lot about risking your ego, if that makes sense. But, you know, today is one of these crazy days that I just woke up just questioning life. And I don't know, I was in a hair salon earlier and they're like blowing out my hair. And I'm just thinking it is three in the afternoon. Back when I had a career, I I would have been in a meeting where I really didn't care about the ultimate project. Mm. And now my heart and soul is so into what I'm doing. I just feel so much happier building something that I care about instead of going to a three o'clock meeting talking about something I really, I really don't care about the outcome. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what's your next steps? What are you planning on doing next? So we are, we are having all sorts of in-person events with the dating app. We're also going with the networked app, which I think has a lot of legs too, because it's, it's still really difficult to meet people for business. And my partner and I have been in millions of networking events where um, you don't know who's there. You don't know who's sitting next to you. And this is just a way to help people know who's in the room with them. And I think it's a really valuable tool. Um, so we're going to start sponsoring networking events, more dating events, and still the two. We're just trying to build a bigger network of people make, making connections in the real world. So that's mm-hmm. that's the goal at the point. And who who knows what's next for us? But I think we've we've got our hands full right now. Well, good. I'm glad you do. That's always good. You uh, <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been to a ton of networking events too, and. Uh, there's many times that you're sitting there and you're like, well, who do I need to talk to instead of uh, just kind of like, I call it the shotgun effect. You just talk to whoever you can. Um, that's close by. You introduce yourself. Sometimes some of them talk uh, up front. I go to this uh, business networking event called CEO space. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Um but you don't know who you need to talk to that's going to uh, fulfill your uh, your dream or f- help move your business forward. But if you had an app like this, you know, like you're saying, and you could show who's there and they're required in that kind of uh, scene to make a profile, then you could walk over to Bob and talk to him about distribution when that's who you need to talk to. That's the idea, right? Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I, wish- I mean, I even think there's like a missed opportunity with. I mean, there's there's another app out there called Shaper. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's it's a pretty cool app. But it it works more like Tinder for networking than cheeks and networking. So um, that means you can meet anybody and you can swipe through these people that you're looking to hire, or maybe looking to work for. And I think it's it, it's been working for people. But what I like about this is it's like my LinkedIn network is a complete disaster zone. And that my last probably 500 requests that I've gotten on LinkedIn, I may have known 10 or less of them. Like, I don't know who these people are. So I'm just, I, I don't accept any of these people anymore because I just don't want to make my, my link. I mean, it's useless now. My LinkedIn account is useless. There are so many people that are writing me like, oh, can you make a connection to so-and-so? I'm like, I don't even really know who they are because I made the mistake <laughs> of accepting everybody early on. So well, I don't know. I think we've got a, a neat alternative to that. Yeah, it is for sure. And thank you for accepting me because that's how we found you is LinkedIn. <laughs> oh. Yep. <laughs> so we found you that way somehow. My producer reached out to you, and that's how we connected. So that that's good. It worked out that way. Well, I'll have to tell you, if somebody's really hot, I'll take them too. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> No, because I swear I've gotten hit on on LinkedIn more than any other website or application randomly ever, too. It's just really weird how LinkedIn has been used. Huh, I didn't know that. You know, I have noticed yeah. that LinkedIn has been changing over the years. I've been kind of, in a way, you'll, you'll laugh at this, so we might be a little off track, but I'll just say this. So, um, <laughs> Uh, I'll police LinkedIn a bit. So when someone posts an opinion, that's an obviously a rant that they should be doing it on Facebook. I police them and say, why are you here doing this? You need to go to Facebook and get off this is a business <laughs> networking site. Talk about business. Don't talk about, you know, how you feel about uh, Trump's viewpoint on women and that, or, you know, and I'm not, I'm not I'm saying anything or complaining about guys hitting on you or something. Go to Facebook and complain about that. Talk about business. Yeah, I just feel like when people start complaining about stuff, and I know this is totally off the subject, they just need to have their own room where they feel like there are people looking at it because I don't want to see that stuff anywhere. But anyway, yeah. but yes. Link, yeah, I don't, I don't want to see it anywhere, but if you're going to do it, because obviously they're going to, go to Facebook and do it. I'm not, uh-huh. I'm not asking for that big of a breakthrough. I'm just asking them to move on. Okay, move over to Facebook. That's where, <laughs> this is where you view those. Or even better, right, do it on Snapchat so it disappears after a while. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, I like um, so what what are your so with it's what's the name of the new app uh, network? It's called Network, like the word networking, but network with a D. With a D, okay. And, and it's on iPhone at? and Android. It's on Android too. Great, good for me because I got an Android. Yep, brand new. And so you know uh, uh, what I did, Lori, while we were doing this the radio portion. 
I, I turned on my Facebook Live, and it's working just on me, so people will be able to hear you and me, but they can't see you. Oh, so good, but they can't, see my, they can't see my new blowout I got today at the hair salon while I was no, reevaluating no, my entire life. Yeah, it looks good, though. looks good. But, yeah, they can't see that because we were having some tech difficulties. But next time we can we can do another show. Yes. Okay. Um, so so where's Networked at? That's how you pronounce it, right? Yeah. So it's it's newish. There's still some a few bugs in the app, but we're um, we're getting it all worked out, and then we're gonna try to start sponsoring events. So, you know, we think like South by Southwest is a perfect place to go target, and um, you know, I've been there six seven years in a row, and there's just too much going on, and there's certain people you'd love to meet, and I mean it. There, it's a small place in Austin, Texas. So I just think it'd be a really cool opportunity to have this app down there. So we're really going to try to target them in the upcoming spring South by. What now? What is South by Southwest for people who don't know? It's well, it's a film and interactive technology festival. Um, but I go down there during, and music too, but I go down there during the interactive and, and tech portion of it. But it's like everybody in the United States, people come out from all over the world and every big tech company is down there sponsoring these massive events. It's, I mean, for me, it's like the best networking opportunity in the world. And I've met so many important New Yorkers that I would love to know that I've never met in New York in Austin, Texas during that. And you live in Austin right now? Um, I think it's a really cool city, but I'm so entranced in New York, and it's just, it's really special here. But I think Austin is really cool. Like, I love it there, too. Okay, great. Yeah, I've wanted to go to Austin for a while. All I've had is, I've just driven through. I've stayed in Dallas and Houston, but never Austin. Um so uh, CEO Space is probably a place you should check out. The, I'm sure uh, Bernie Dorman is the founder. I'm sure he'd jump all over something like this. CEO Space. Okay, I'll check it out. Yeah. Just Facebook it, CEO Space. Bernie Dorman. He's on Facebook. Just send him a message of what you're about, and uh, uh, I'm sure he'd be interested in that. Are you looking right, for other... Are you looking for other networking uh, groups to contact you to see about uh, sponsoring their events with your app? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Great. And how would they reach you? What's the best way to reach you? I mean, I guess my email address is the easiest way, which is Lori, L-O-R-I, at cheeks.com, C-H-E-E-K-D.com. Great. And I'll put that on the uh, – Facebook video. I already put your iTunes download. And if they're interested in Cheeked, they can go to the Apple Store and download that app, correct? Yes, yes. Okay, great. So uh, just in closing, we're running out of time. What would you say is the most critical uh, thing that you've learned about growing your business, being on the sh- on Shark Tank, 
uh, agreeing to be on this show. You obviously know the power of publicity at whatever level. We're obviously smaller than Shark Tank, but you still chose to be here. But what is the most fundamental thing you would say to all the entrepreneurs out there to focus on and do? Well, first of all, you have to completely believe in your idea to take this leap to leave whatever career or whatever it is that you have or haven't started doing. I mean, building a business is, it's scary. It's a huge risk and there's uh, lots of chances you'll lose, but you know, I've, I've turned every corner and made it into a positive. I've taken every failure and tried to turn it into a win. um, Just like on the shark tank. I think um, being being honest and open with the press, you know, I had a PR company write me today saying, we'd like to help you do your PR. I'm like, <laughs> I started doing my own PR seven years ago. And if you can write me and tell me where you think you can get me that I haven't been, let's talk because I've been in everything. But I think it's also being able to tell a story. And and Mm -hmm. press has a lot of legs, like the Shark Tank. I've been in the New York Times. I've been in Inc. Magazine, Fast Company. Like I've been in everything that I could think of, which is why I thought this guy really hasn't done his research on my business if he thinks I need a PR company because I do my own. And I've even started a PR company on the side called Cheek PR. So um, mm. it's, it's, it's basically to represent me, but <laughs> I have done some other people in my spare time. So um, I don't know. I just think belief and resilience and determination and uh, giving up doubts and just bulldozing forward if you believe and um, – if if you fail at some point, it will be a magical journey, no matter what. Oh, great. Well, thanks for being on today, and thank you for uh, sharing that. That's very powerful, and it's a good thing for people to keep that in mind. It's uh, hard to keep going sometimes unless you're clear that, nope, even if I'm having a bad day, tomorrow's the next day, and I have to keep going. <laughs> yes. Uh, so thank you for being on. Uh, people can find you at, uh, like you said, Lori at Cheek. So that's C H E E K D dot com. Um, you can also go to Cheeked dot com, right, for your app. I saw yes. that, uh-huh. uh, which is C H E E K D dot com, and yep. keep your eyes and ears for our show, the Ultra Perform show, Perform Your Best at Business and Life, where we have guests from around the world sharing their expertise on business and their hacks on life to help you go forward and perform your best in life. Thank you guys for listening and watching. Remember, go to ultraperform.com to check out our supplements. And have a great day, and thank you for being on, Lori. Thank you. See ya.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.